furthest flung and most vulnerable outpost of the walls, the tower had been raised and strengthened. The ancient doors were sealed with triple hexes and a wealth of trigger mechanisms, and the luring battlements of the crest of the tower bristled with watchful sentries. That, at least, was the idea. To the tower I flew, hawk-headed, leather-winged, hidden behind my shroud of wisps. I alighted barefoot, without a sound, on a prominent crest of stone. I waited for the swift, sharp challenge, the vigorous display of instant readiness. Nothing happened. I dropped my concealment and waited for some moderate, belated evidence of alertness. I coughed loudly. Still no joy. A glimmering shield protected part of the battlements, and behind this crouched five sentries. Each sentry was a minor jinni scarcely better than the common foliot. Times were hard in Prague. The magicians were strapped for slaves, and quality control was not what it should have been. The chosen semblances of my sentries proved as much. Instead of fearsome warlike guises, I was presented with two shifty vampire bats, a weasel, a pop-eyed lizard, and a small and rather mournful frog. The shield was a narrow affair designed for one human soldier, or three jinn at most. As such, there was a good deal of fidgeting going on. Will you stop pushing? Ow! Mind those claws, you idiot! Just shove over. I tell you, my backside's in plain view now. They might spot it. That could win us the battle on its own. Keep that wing under control. You nearly had my eye out. Change into something smaller, then. I suggest a nematode worm. If you elbow me one more time, it's not my fault. It's that Bartimaeus who put us here. He's such a pomp... It was a painful display of laxity and incompetence, in short, and I refrained from recording it in full. The hawk-headed warrior folded its wings, stepped forward and roused the sentry's attention by banging their heads together smartly. Five heads knocking into each other in quick succession. It was like an unusual executive toy. And what kind of sentry duty do you call this? I snapped. I was in no mood to mess about here. Six months of continual service had worn my essence thin. Cowering behind a shield, bickering like fishwives, I ordered you to keep watch. Amid the pathetic mumbling and shuffling and staring at feet that followed, the frog put up its hand. Please, Mr. Bartimaeus, sir, it said. What's the good of watching? The British are everywhere, sky and land. And we've heard they've got a whole cohort of Afrites down there. Is that true? I pointed my beak at the horizon, narrow-eyed. Maybe. The frog gave a moan. But we ain't got a single one, have we? Not since Phoebus bought it. And there's marrieds down there, too, we've heard more than one. And the leader's got this staff. Real powerful it is. Tore up Paris and Cologne on the way here, they say. Is that true? My crest feathers ruffled gently in the breeze. Maybe. The frog gave a yelp. Oh, but that's just dreadful, ain't it? We've no hope now. All afternoon the summonings have been coming thick and fast, and that only means one thing. They'll attack tonight. We'll all be dead by morning. Well, he wasn't going to do our morale much good with that kind of talk. That is accurate. I put a hand on his warty shoulder. Listen, son, what's your name? Nubbin, sir. Nubbin. 
Well, don't go believing everything you hear, Nubbin. The British Army's strong, sure. In fact, I've really seen stronger. But let's say it is. Let's say it's got marrieds, whole legions of Afrites, and haulers by the bucket load. Let's say they're all going to come pouring at us tonight, right here at the Strahoff Gate. Well, let them come. We've got tricks to send them packing. Such as what, sir? Tricks that'll blow those Afrites and marrieds right out of the air. Tricks we've all learned in the heat of a dozen battles. Tricks that mean one sweet word. Survival. The frog's bulbous eyes blinked at me. This is my first battle, sir. I made an impatient gesture. Failing that, the Emperor's jinn say his magicians are working on something or other. A last line of defense. Some harebrained scheme, no doubt. I patted his shoulder in a manly way. Feel better now, son? No, sir. I feel worse. Fair enough. I was never much cop at those pep talks. All right, I growled. My advice is to duck fast and, where possible, run away. With luck, your masters will get killed before you are. Personally, that's what I'm banking on. I hope this rousing speech did them some good, for it was at that moment that the attack came. Far off, there was a reverberation on all seven planes. We all felt it. It was a single note of imperious command. I spun round to look out into the dark, and one by one the five sentries' heads popped up above the battlements. Out on the plains the great army surged into action. At their head, soaring on the updrafts of a sudden ferocious wind, came the jinn, armoured in red and white, carrying slender pikes with silver tips. Their wings hummed, their screams made the tower shake. Below, on foot, a ghostly multitude the haulers with their carved bone tridents, skipping into the huts and houses outside the walls in search of prey. They found no one, as their disappointed keening soon attested. The suburbs were deserted. Almost as soon as the British army crossed the channel, the Czech authorities had begun preparing for the inevitable attack on Prague. As a first precaution, the population of the city was removed within the walls which, incidentally, were the strongest in Europe at the time, a marvel of magical engineering. Did I mention I had a hand in their construction? Beside them, vague shadows flitted, ghouls and fetches, wraiths of cold and misery, insubstantial on every plane. And then, with a great chattering and champing of jaws, a thousand imps and foliots rising from the earth like a dust storm or a monstrous swarm of bees. All these and many others came a-hurrying towards the Strahoff Gate. The frog tapped my elbow. Good job you had a word with us, sir, he said. I'm overwhelmingly confident now, thanks to you. I scarcely heard him. I was staring far off beyond the terrible host to a low rise near the domed white tents. A man was standing on it, holding up a stick or staff. He was too remote for me to take in many details, but I could sense his power all right. His aura lit up the hill about him. As I watched, several lightning bolts speared from the boiling clouds, impaling themselves upon the tip of the outstretched staff. The hill, the tents, the waiting soldiers were briefly lit, as if by day. The light went out, the energy absorbed into the staff. Thunder rolled about the beleaguered city. So that's him, is it? I muttered. The famous Gladstone. 
The gin were nearing the walls now, passing over waste ground and the wrecks of newly dismantled buildings. As they did so, a buried hex was triggered. Jets of blue-green fire erupted upwards, incinerating the leaders where they flew. But the fire died back and the rest came on. This was the trigger for the defenders to act. A hundred imps and foliates rose from the walls, uttering tinny cries and sending detonations towards the flying horde. The invaders replied in kind. Infernos and fluxes met and mingled in the half-dark. Shadows looped and spun against the flares of light. Beyond, Prague's fringes were aflame. The first of the haulers thronged below us, trying to snap the sturdy binding spells that I'd used to secure the wall's foundations. I unfurled my wings, ready to enter the fray. At my side, the frog swelled out its throat and uttered a defiant croak. The next instant, a looping bolt of energy stabbed from the magician's staff far off on the hill, arced through the sky, and smashed into the Strahoff gate tower just below the battlements. Our shield was ruptured like tissue paper. Mortar and stone shattered, the roof of the tower gave way, I was blown spinning into the air, and fell almost to earth, colliding heavily with a cartload of hay bales that had been drawn inside the gates before the siege began. Above me, the wooden structure of the tower was aflame. I could not see any of the sentries. Imps and jinn milled about confusedly in the sky above, exchanging bursts of magic. Bodies dropped from the sky, igniting roofs. From nearby houses, women and children ran screaming. The Strahoff gate shook with the scratching of the haulers' tridents. It would not hold for long. The defenders needed my help. I extricated myself from the hay with my usual haste. When you've picked the last bit of straw from your loincloth, Bartimaeus, 